live episode of Top Golf. Uh, Danny, we got another special guest. This is like the dream. We get all the people, we just, it's so hard to get them and it's easy here at cocktails for our cause i mean a great great show out here we've now raised 139,776 dollars it's just fantastic fantastic and we have one of the gurus here dr maddie mosey and we're so happy to have him here with us thank you guys it's a privilege to be here it's a great event and for a good cause and also best time to talk about what we do in oncology to improve the outcome, push the envelope, and create new treatments for patients. Right. Dr. Mosey is kind of the, I would say, the leader of our research team. Uh, really has built it from kind of where it was to now what it is, which is unbelievable. We have um, so many treatment trials um, in all phases, and yeah. kind of where it's going is super exciting because I think there's a lot of opportunity for change and growth, and really kind of selfishly, it's very cool that we can offer such novel things to the patients in our community where they don't have to travel all over God's green earth to go to certain centers. So, um, no, I think uh, basically... Hello, everybody. I'm sneaking in. That, that's producer Brenna here. Uh, no one actually needs her, it turns out. Um, we're recording fine <laughs> without her. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's very true. Okay. Um, so tell us a little bit about your background and how you kind of helped start the research program. So I was always involved with research from medical school. Then I came to U.S. during my residency and fellowship. I started a myeloma clinic in the State University of New York in Brooklyn. And we were one of the first groups that actually brought thalidomide for clinical use in first-line myeloma in U.S. And then when I joined the cancer specialist, I started to get heavily involved with the research. Mm-hmm. And we built connections, we built a very robust program. And in the past 23 years that I've been here, it has been very rewarding. We have been involved as the whole company and group of physicians in developing a lot of the new targeted drugs, immuno-oncology, monoclonal antibodies and combination of non-chemotherapy molecular modifiers to treat cancer. The current menu, we have about 40 open trials in different cancers. We are now looking into radioisotopes and tronostics, phase one by specific cellular therapies and adding additional molecular targeted therapy, finding new novel agents to target tumors that are otherwise refractory and give hope and another option to the patient. Would you say, Dr. Mosey, that in the last 15 years, obviously there's more drugs that have come around. Is the research side of things easier or harder? What what do you see from a practical standpoint that's changed? Very good question. So on research side, it has been become more difficult the clinical trials have become more complicated, very stringent in the number of the patients and the population of the patients that they take. But again, we have more and more number of options for very specific molecular driver for a particular tumor or a combination of a molecular driver modifier plus a immunotherapy or something that can add another approach to defeat the cancer cell contrary to the conventional chemotherapy that has a toxic 
substance going everywhere. We are targeting the cancer cells very specifically, either dropping the medication inside the cancer cell or dropping very high dose of radiation into the cancer cell. And the results have been phenomenal, very rewarding. And we actually are starting to see survival benefit, longer time to remission, and also deeper remission, and sometimes complete remission on patients who had no other option. And all of a sudden, they have a new wonder drug that can help them to live with quality. Well, I think bringing up one of the big reasons why we do Cocktails for a Cause is to raise money for our foundation that helps patients in need to cover costs that are associated with their treatments, help them with expenses at home, and, and research is really a huge part of our group in, in allowing patients to have the opportunity to enroll in good trials that um, really allow them to have late, um, really new novel therapies that don't require any out-of-pocket cost and may even give them the opportunity to get on trials with some benefits of um, getting funding for travel back and forth to the clinic and, and really um, having the opportunity to be on therapies that aren't available elsewhere. I think one of the things I've noticed since I've been here is what's very cool to me is when we talk as a research committee about should we open a study, should we not open a study, it's, it's never, because none of us are inherently invested in any particular company or any particular drug in any real sense, there's very little bias and it's sort of, does this trial make sense for our patient population? Yep. So when we enroll patients on treatment trials, it's nice to know that in general, these are trials that actually make logical sense and are a good opportunity. So the patient's able to do something that doesn't cost them anything or very little out of pocket. Right. And potentially, like Dr. Mosey said, could be beneficial. So I think it's very interesting because we don't have that. We're not, we're not looking at it from a, a biased perspective. Yeah. And there's a whole committee of physicians that are looking at the trial opportunities and deciding on what's best for our patient population and we're not we're looking at it strictly from a standpoint of what is the best trial that we can open and helping the most amount of people um and and getting people enrolled i mean that's the key yeah as they say it takes a village and we are lucky that we have a group of very motivated young physicians that have interest and excellent knowledge to drive the research committee. We look always for new options, new compounds, new approaches to treat cancer. And we always collaborate. We look into our patient needs and what patient population we have and what we can do to improve the outcome for our patient and help creating a new drug for every other patient in oncology. Yeah. What, what, go ahead, Greg. Well, what are, what are some of the opportunities that you think at CSNF that we have for the future? We've, we've now opened up a variety of, well, we have one radio, radio pharmaceutical trial um, and, and maybe more on the horizon. We have bi-specific trials with these bite therapies. Um, what do you envision for CSNF? And, and I think what, what I've noticed is that we're opening up more trials that are of limited availability elsewhere in Florida and really give patients an opportunity to get on some nice novel therapeutics uh, locally in the area. Yeah, as you mentioned, our next frontier would be Tronostics, 
molecular modifiers with help of additional either molecular antibodies or immune modifier or radioisotope that will specifically target a particular solid or a liquid tumor in hematologic malignancies or solid tumors. And we are now looking at a menu of at least 12 different radioisotope combined compounds that we can use in different solid and hematological malignancies. So we are trying to get access and open that for our patients. We're going to go to the next generation of biospecifics and activated T-cells with much less toxicity so the patients can benefit and hopefully no need for hospitalization. So that's going to make the patient quality of life and the treatment journey easier and also decrease the cost and morbidity and problem for the patient and the family. And then the next would be the combination of more novel agents, maybe two or three different agents for a particular tumor based on the genomics and the molecular signature of that particular tumor for that patient. So in the near future, we will have trials that there may be only two or three patients that really qualify for this, but they cannot really get this treatment anywhere else from any other platform. And we have always been a pioneer in Jacksonville area to bring this type of novel therapies and approaches to our cancer patients. And, yeah. I, and I think, you know, self, selfishly as a radiation doctor, you know, being involved in the Theranostics program and kind of helping start that and run that, the fact that I have such good medical oncology partners, imaging partners, uh, you know, it, it, it really takes a village to do a lot of these trials, especially Theranostics, where you're, you're pulling from so many different departments to make it work. And I think one of the beauties of our practice is because we all are so close and work together and it's very nimble, we can open these trials quickly, we can get patients on them quickly, we don't have the layers of bureaucracy and other things that bigger institutions may have, yeah. where you have to, I have to talk to this department chair, and then I have to talk to this department chair, and you know, go, go around the world. So I think that's one of the ways in a community setting we can be kind of the first, or one of the first to have some of these trials like we've had in the past. So it's a it's a blessing, I think, to be able yeah. to, to be at a situation like this. And the other no. advantage that we have is we collaborate with uh, some other similar-minded practices, uh, independent practices, all across U.S. And with that combined effort, we can get more number of patients in a shorter period of time. And if a drug or a modality of treatment that we are testing becomes meaningful, we can actually get that to FDA for consideration for approval much faster than waiting for years to get a new drug. Right, right. And I think what we've seen with even this, um, and we don't have to go into specifics about the trial at CSNF, but the radio pharmaceutical trial that we have that we've been successful at, one being one of the top recruiters for in the country, and, and is that international, Rick, that we've yeah. been, even internationally, you know, it, it's the collaboration that we have at CSNF and everyone buying into the trial and really knowing that this is an opportunity for patients to uh, be on a, a great drug and, and therapeutic regimen that may help them in the future. And I guess I'm going to use this just <laughs> like I did with Dr. Televala. I'm going to use this as a peer pressure opportunity. I'm going to commit you to come back for a full episode one of these days. I would be very happy to do this and love to yeah. I'm gonna, know, I'm gonna, sit with you guys. It's fun. You guys are amazing, amazing, you know, researcher and physicians and scientists in 
in your mind and it's always fun to hang out with you talk about research or other well, <laughs> or bourbon or tequila you're being a little too kind a lot of this to be to be totally yeah. transparent and truthful is we owe you and the people who helped build this practice from its roots more credit than you could ever know because yes dr kabrinsky and i do our thing and we try to expand but at the end of the day that foundation was laid by yeah. by you guys no so, thank you i it appreciate means, that. it means a lot and again it takes a village i cannot do it alone it yeah. needs the team and i really need the help of every interested young talented new physician that wants to participate and we can always use that extra brain extra energy extra mojo to keep the program growing and driving and be fruitful and useful to the patient and community Absolutely. that sounds great so thank you dr. thank you guys thank Talk you, you dr. Mohizi. that was good okay so